Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of my podcast, Aloner's Thoughts. I am your host, Brenton DeVoe, and I am here to let you know what I am thinking today. So, our last episode, um, I think I talked about, I can't even remember what I talked about. I think I talked about, damn, I really can't remember. <laughs> I think I talked about, um, let's see, let's see. Uh, right, right, right. Self-discipline. And what it means to be strong. And a lot of people seem to receive that really, really well. And I like talking about these things because usually talking about these topics is a reflection on my own life and the stages that I am going through in my own life. It's my own type of art, if you could say. But I enjoy doing it and I love doing it. That being said, I have something a little bit more, let's say, I, I won't say deep, but a little bit more, you know, dark to talk about the day and maybe it doesn't seem dark and maybe i won't get dark and into it so dark but i don't know but what i wanted to talk about day was is something i've been dealing with for the past month or so now and that's the feeling of grief and the stages of that said grief and what it feels like to go through it and how it feels to go through it and feel like you're over it and then come right back to beginning of it it's a spiral and topple that thing topple that with ongoing issues in your own personal life it can be a lot to handle so i won't get into my personal issues and i won't get into why i'm grieving but It should be obvious. If you know, you know. And yeah, so there was a thing that happened recently. A month or so ago. Um, A terrible thing. And I've just been dealing with that for then. And I've had my good days and i've had my bad days and you know i've been okay for the most part but every now and again the feeling um the feeling comes and to describe it it feels as if it's a feeling of hopelessness like you're lost and you don't know Like you've been broken and you try to pick up the pieces and you try to put them together, but you can't put the pieces together because each, every piece of glass you grab, you cut yourself more and more. That's like very metaphoric, (laughs) but you could understand what I'm saying. I say this is a, um, when it comes to grief, I think grief is this thing that is not that that a lot of people feel as is just one singular emotion. Now, if you know about grief, you know that there's this thing called the stages of grief and the acronym for it is DABDA. It's denial, anger, bargaining, depression and acceptance. And those are the stages of grief. 
And I say dab though because it's easier for me to remember. So I think it's what, five days? And it's easy to look at that um that diagram that that diagram of the stages and be like well once i hit the last stage it's it's over with right once you hit not even when you hit the last stage like once you hit the last stage it's over with it says it's done right but um i don't and those who know know um but i don't it's not that simple it's never going to be that simple and you know, we as humans, we have different ways we grieve. Unhealth, some unhealthy, some healthy. Examples of unhealthy could be drinking, um, smoking, doing any type of drugs, um, self harm, um, doing things that could harm you indirectly. Um, some healthier ways could be taking up new hobbies, trying to get your mind off things. Um, I don't have more healthy ways. <laughs> I, I'm gonna be real. Probably exercise. Um, as simple as playing video games. Simple as listening to music. Taking time to yourself to take more care of yourself. That could be healthier ways too. But I'm saying all this because I've been grieving. <laughs> And I'm still grieving a little different from other people because everybody grieves different. And, you know, sometimes I come and go. And I wanted to talk about this for a while. I also have other things I want to talk about, but let's just focus on this. I want to talk about this for a while because when it comes to grief, when it comes to how we deal with that grief, for one, I don't think it ever goes away like lost of a loved one for example i don't think that feeling that that grief you feel from that ever goes away fully but you take steps to where you could you know live um you know finish where you could live comfortably and you could be okay but it can never fully go away and think and it's not a set time frame on how these things happen. It could take a person three months with their grieving process and another person three years. There's no set time frame on what it should be. And that's fine as long as the person is making the effort to get better. That's fine. Each of our race is different, and I and we are all different in genetic makeup, to our traits, to how we look, everything. So it doesn't matter how long you take to get over something, as long as you still take the steps to get over it. Because in reality, we can never fully heal, but we can heal just a good, a good amount. Might never be a hundred percent, but ninety percent is good enough, if you ask me. And when I was talking about the stages of grief, 
and like I said, diagram might seem simple. Like once you fix acceptance, it's done, it's over with. But sometimes you jump in between. Mind you, there are stages. They are called stages, yes, but they're not really linear as they seem, at least in my opinion, from what I've experienced. I find myself jumping from anger straight to feeling sad. I don't want to say depressed. From anger straight to denial, to having some type of hope. From denial to acceptance, from that acceptance back to being sad about it. To, 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 from being sad about it to being angry again. Situation isn't what it is. But it comes a point where you hit that acceptance. And you accept that it's happened and it's already happened. But you still feel something there, that void there. And I think what this void is, is still a co- is a combination of acceptance and the other stages of grief. Other than denial, obviously. Or maybe you still deny certain things, whereas not that the situation has happened, but you deny that you deny that you're not over it. You think you're over it, and you keep telling yourself you're over it, when deep down you know you're not over it. And it's a hard thing to do deal with, and it can affect your day to day life. It can make simple tasks more irritable. It can make things horrible. Com- combine that with like, oh, you know, we live in the Bahamas. Combine that with the way most of us live in the Bahamas. Um, we don't have much. Things feel worthless. Life feels absolutely worthless. And it gets hard to wake up each and every morning and to just go out there and do things for yourself. And I know what it feels like. And maybe you just sometimes wish today wouldn't be the day. Maybe today is the day that everything stops. The world stops and finally gives you a break and lets you off. But the reality of the situation is... The world is never going to stop. Not for a person. Not for any reason. No matter what happens. Everything continues. And we have the choice to let it leave us behind or move on with it. I've made the choice. Even though I'm still in somewhat of a grieving process (laughs) when I say this. I've made the conscious decision to still try to do my best in all things and to try to move forward. And I think it's important that if you're a person with similar understanding or go through similar things I am, even though I haven't went into super detail, that you could relate a little bit. I encourage you to to keep moving forward no matter what the obstacle is. It's fine. You can give yourself a break, a pat on the back, relax a little bit, 
but not for too long. Don't get stagnant for too long. Don't get comfortable for too long. You got to keep moving forward. You got to do it for the people that you grieving for. You got to do it for the folks that was here that are no longer here who believe in you and who believed in you. You got to do it for them, not only yourself. You have a point to prove, not to people, but to yourself. You can do it. And even if you hate yourself with the absolute disdain, there's still a part, even if you hate yourself. If you're here right now, still walking, breathing, eating, drinking, doing things that you enjoy, even if it's for a moment, even if you say you hate yourself, there's a part of you that still likes something about you. And maybe you can learn to like more about you. I didn't intend this to be motivational. Probably sounds like very cringy there, actually. And if it does, it is what it is. Boy, shoot me. <laughs> but uh, the grieving process is serious. I think we should also take in mind and consider our friends and family who are grieving. Especially in the Bahamas, where we live behind, way behind. Where us as the younger generation are just becoming more acceptable to mental health. Instead of just calling people crazy. Some people have genuine mental issues and we can't help them. Things like grieving or losing a loved one or whatever. They, many things cause people to go crazy. You understand? And I think we have to be more considerate. Instead of just brushing these people to the side and calling them crazy, calling them lazy, worthless, lousy for going through what they're going through. We should sit down and assess the situation, assess what it is that's making this person feel this way. Assess what it is that has this person acting totally different. Do they need help? And I know. Someone is going to say, what if the person doesn't want to open up? That's fine. Give them time. And even after you give them time and you've done all that you can do, do not, do not lose yourself trying to help someone in the process as well. I know it's a give and take because you can only help people so far and you only can help a person that wants to be helped. And if you're listening to this, there's a part of you that wants to be helped. I'm just not saying the right words, probably. What I learned through my life, my 21 years of age, <laughs> I sound like I've been living for like 50 years or something. That's how I speak. And it makes me laugh. But from what I've learned so far in life is uh, us as human beings, we want the person to say the right thing. No matter how much we try to deny it, we want the person to say the right thing. We deny, we deny, we deny. But deep down inside, we know that's really what we want. If you understand what I'm saying when I say this, right? We like to say we don't want nobody 
we don't want nobody to do nothing for us. We do it all on our own, whatever. I, I'm that type of person. I like to do things on my own. I'm very independent. But every once in a while, it would be nice for someone to do something for me for a change. You know what I mean? It would be nice to get treated for a change. I'm not saying this like I don't get treated, but I'm just putting it, giving an example, obviously. As a person who works, if you're a person who works hard and does everything yourself and you post about, yeah, I don't need nobody to do anything for me. I don't want anything, anyone to do anything for me. I understand where you're coming from. At the same time, I do know you're tired. You're tired. Even if you deny it, it's fine. But you're probably tired and exhausted. And it would be nice to not be able to do something all on your own for once. Whether we like it or not, we are very sociable people. People are sociable. Humans are sociable. What makes us different from animals is the higher and in, quote unquote intelligence that we possess. And this is my opinion. I'm not probably not total fact what I'm about to say, but this is my opinion. And to me, it's like we we do have this thing. You know, we do have introverts and extroverts. We know what those are. Introverted people are more closed into themselves and have a small amount of people around them. Extroverted people are more outgoing or whatever. Excuse me. That's the spoofed version of it. But I did just say that people say, I I know people that are introverted. I'm an introvert myself. That say they don't like people. They don't like to be around people. The truth is we like to be around people. We just don't like to be around people that we're not familiar with. I don't think anybody, if you've ever seen an introverted person with people they like, that they're into being around, that they're comfortable with, it's like they're similar to an extrovert, essentially. They're very outspoken with their friends. Very, I don't know, jittery. Just a whole different person. With other people, new people, it's not the same. And that's fine. Extrovert people essentially the opposite but not i'm not gonna get into that what i'm saying i'm just saying that to say we all crave social interaction even people who are deemed as social shut-ins they they want social interaction the reason why at least in my opinion the reason why they are deemed as shut-ins is because they experience the side of the world that didn't want to accept them and so the protect themselves they decided to shut themselves in because not everybody can be trusted and that's just what it is that's what makes people the way they are how we treat them in the real world and how we um view them and how we judge them for the ideas no matter how much people like to say they don't judge everybody judge judges we're not perfect you might not judge big time like on big things but smaller things on people you you probably do essentially judge and i'm not saying that's i'm not saying that's a bad thing that's just how our brain works we interpret things we try to cover our asses we try to be safe we try to protect ourselves as much as we could so 
Yeah. For instance, I'll give you the most basic scenario. I'm a person with dreadlocks, and right now my locks are in rough shape. I need a retwist. I need a hair. I need a shape up. I need everything, right? I'm sure if I was to put on my slides, walk down the street with no shirt on or a wife beat on, people would think I sell dope or I'm not. I'm a, a homeless person. And I, I'm not any of those things. <laughs> but that's just to put it in perspective. Some people would assume that. Or assume that I'm some type of dangerous person. If I was doing that at night, which I can't blame people for. It's just, it's not that you're judging people exclusively it's for their looks and trying to say well it is you judge people for their looks but I, I, I can't explain this my vocabulary is dumb what I'm trying to say though is we do that unconsciously because we just try to protect ourselves now in certain situations it could be totally absurd but you can never escape the fact that you judge people and that's just what it is I think to circumvent this um, type of thinking, it should be more broad. It should be more open. And we should think more in a way where we don't judge a person and put them in a box that looks similar. But we just put it like, you know, have a broad sense of thinking like, Instead of me looking the way that I look and walking down the street at night and you thinking that I'm someone dangerous, how about you just, what if it's, what if you look at everyone the same way? You know, because anything could happen. What if you look like that and just take caution in general at nighttime instead of one specific group person? Now, that might sound like pretty controversial. and I know some people probably won't even understand that. But hey, if you know, you know. And if you don't, you could always just, you know, message me or something. I, um, um, or whatever. And just have a conversation. We could talk about it. But that's just, that's just how it is. So I say all that to say, when you see people that are going through things, going through depression, um, suicide, little thoughts, um, self-harm etc the first thing we like to jump to is they're crazy or at least that's what it used to be from my experience it used to be you crazy you talking shit you don't know what you're talking about you freaking yourself out um it's like no i'm not freaking myself out i'm going through a human experience i am having a human experience i might have been a child but that doesn't exempt me from going through the things that adults have to go through. I am an adult now and I can look back on this and realize that the shit I went through, I didn't necessarily have to go through, but I went through it anyways. And I'm not going to sit here and cry about it because it happened. And for better or for worse, it made me into the person who I am today now. And I don't regret it. And it is what it is. And I think that's how most of us should have a look on our life. The past doesn't define you, but it's what you do with your future that defines you. And to the people that constantly worry about your future, while your future is important, don't concern yourself too much with the future, but concern yourself with what is happening now in the present.
So yeah, for y'all who think you're not gonna make you suck because of your past, nah. Your past is your past and you can't do anything about that to change it. But you can do things about it to change now and what it of how it affects your future. You change you know, you could confront those issues and be a better person for tomorrow. And for those um for those of you who think that um your future is gonna be shitty and you constantly worry about if you're gonna have a good job, a good place or whatever, that's things to worry about. But think about in the present and put things in place now for yourself in the present. Enjoy your life now while you could in the present too. Don't get too caught up in the future because you're going to miss out a lot now. Balance. That's all we need. To so those of you that are still gr- that are grieving, especially those of you that are just... There was a situation that happened recently in the Bahamas. Rest in peace to Omar Davis Jr. I know... A lot of you who listen to this may or may have not known him personally, but my condolences to his family and what's not. The people, to the people that are grieving about his death, you're going to be fine. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, maybe not in a few months. But as long as you take the steps to get there, you're going to be okay. You have my sympathies. Uh, nothing is wrong with you. You're going through a human experience. And don't let anybody judge you for what you are feeling or what you are going through. No matter what the issue is. Because you're having a human experience. Alright. Um. Yeah. And folks that are grieving over other things, other loved ones. The same goes to you who are still trying to figure themselves out the same goes to you take it easy on yourself don't judge yourself don't be too hard on yourself yes you gotta push yourself to be a better person but don't push yourself to the point where you despise everything you do the world is changing every day people are changing every day thoughts and minds are being changed every day and the world will continue moving. So, all I have to say is, yeah, take care. Take care of yourself. Watch the friends around you. Watch the people around you. Make sure that you hope, make sure these people are straight to the best of their abilities. Keep them close to you, as close as you could. And help as far as you can. Don't lose yourself in the process. Grieve as long as you like to, but as long as you're making steps to get over that grief. You may not get over it 100%, because we never heal 100%. But 90, 80, not even 90, 80 to 90% is fine. You will be fine. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen. I know these episodes are super short, but yeah, I can't sit here and talk about certain things for a whole hour. (laughs) When I start doing interviews, they'll be a little bit longer, more on that later. But yeah, thank you for enjoying. Thank you for, thank you for listening. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye.